0: You bless you bless you bless you. Thank you for joining us today on the last day of Harvest of Answers. Today is going to be a great time. I am so excited for what the Lord has done in these three days past. I'm so happy and I'm glad to join you today. You are watching Richmond Ministries, and today is the last day of this session of this session that we brought this time and it's going to be awesome thank you for joining thank you for joining you want to do me a favor by sharing this message to someone help me preach this gospel share this message to someone share this message to someone ernest joined us bless you ernest i hope you are doing great and oh, god bless you share this message please share this message this message is going out it's changing somebody it's reaching out to someone let's share this message and the Lord bless you for doing that it's going to be a great time today it's going to be a great time on Monday Tuesday Wednesday and today ends it and it's going to be great today we are going to wrap up everything and I'll give the opportunity for people watching to also share what they have, I mean, what has been happening so far. So I want you to be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready for what the Lord is set to do today. Be ready for what the Lord is set to do. Good morning and God bless you to God bless you. Keep sharing the video, share the video, share the video, share it share it share it share it share it i'm going to give a quick recap a recap from monday hey nana abena bless you for joining you have to share share the video right now share it now now i'm giving a recap on from monday tuesday wednesday it has been a great time it has been a great time we talked about a lot of of things and those of you who couldn't join you have to go back watch the video and share it and receive from the inspiration of the holy spirit i want you to share the video so on monday we looked at a lot of things our our focus is to our focus has been to answer questions you know because as a, as a child of god you go for evangelism people ask you questions you you meet people in your in in at places they ask you questions about the gospel and you have to be able to defend the message you have to be able to defend your faith that is very important God is a God of answers so he provides answers and every answer is in the scriptures every answer if you are a Christian and you, you need answer to something you don't use Quran you need the scriptures because the scriptures is the authenticity of god's word it has every answer we need from the scriptures so on monday we looked at the what is the gospel and i the the scripture that clearly defines the gospel is first corinthians chapter 15 and i love that scripture so much apostle paul wrote first corinthians chapter 15 he said i declare unto you therefore brethren the gospel I declare unto you the gospel which you have received and wherein you stand. Which means that Paul's attesting to the Father when he preached the gospel to the people, they received the message and they stand in the message. Therefore, that means stands to reason that nobody can tell you that you are falling. Because Paul said when they received the gospel, they stand, they stood, they were able to stand so that is very important then he went on in verse 3 1 corinthians 15 he said for i delivered first of all unto you that which i also received how that christ died according to the scriptures and that he was buried according to the scriptures and that on the third day he rose according to the scriptures that is the gospel that is the message we present to people and when people believe the message they are saved and we we also talked about the father salvation is not by works the bible says in ephesians 2 A, that we are saved by grace through faith in christ so it is not any uh, salvation does not i mean involve any human contribution it is 100 the work of god then somebody who asked what about the bible said work out your salvation with fear and trembling and we said that the salvation is already in you So that scripture must be read in context. So we read the next verse. And the next verse said, For it is God who works in you. God works in you. Parkwesi, bless you for joining. Bless you. I miss you so much. Share this video, Parkwesi. You need to share. Share, preach the word. And we said that salvation is the work of God. He said, work out your salvation. Then he said, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do. So even the working out, it is God who is doing it. God and we also said that the the, the, the believers must be be skillful in in the in the message of the gospel because apostle Paul wrote to Timothy Timothy was a pastor he was pastoring and he told Timothy that from a child you have known the holy scriptures and we said the holy scriptures is hagios hagios means sacred or set apart writings that means that you can't use the bible for any purpose than what it was intended for. We established the fact that the Bible is not a material that is used to teach business, agriculture, economics. The Bible, Brother Paul gave us the borderline. He said that it is for doctrine. And we said the word doctrine means teaching or explanation. So the Bible or the scriptures is used to teach people in what? In the area of salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So Brother Paul said for doctrine, for reproof, then we said the word reproof doesn't mean reproof as in English language, but reproof as in Bible language. And we said the word reproof means evidence. So when Brother Paul said that the Scripture is for reproof, he was talking about the fact that the Bible is the evidence. And we said the word reproof is the same word that was used in Hebrews 11:1 that faith is a substance of things not seen, the evidence that is the reproof Paul was using. Then he said the Scriptures is for correction. And we said the word correction means to reset your mind because so over the year there are a lot of things that we've learned that you know you 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 hear people say in heaven there is a giant screen that on the on the judgment day god is going to i mean show all your sins you committed all the arts the crimes you did and all that all these are religious jargons and religious things that we were taught you know ignorantly but when you begin to study the scriptures in the area of salvation it begins to make you reset your mind you begin to change your perception about what the scriptures actually says so we said the scriptures is for for correcting or for for correction or for resetting the mind then we also said is for instruction in righteousness and you have to take note that apostle paul didn't say that The scriptures is for instruction for righteousness, but rather in righteousness. And we said the believer is already righteous. So he's not instructed for righteousness, but he's rather instructed in righteousness. And that we said the word instruction is is where, I mean, psychologists have this word uh, pediatrics. Pediatrics is a way of training up a child, you know. So we said the word instruction means training, where the believer is trained. Not being trained in anything, but being trained in the area of salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Bless you, brother Victor, my brother. God bless you, pastor, for joining. And uh, we also talked about the fact that the Bible is 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 a Christ-centered by is a Christ-centered book. Everywhere you open in the Bible, the subject matter, the central figure, and the core message is about Jesus Christ. We gave illustrations right from the book of Genesis, from the tree of life to Malachi. Everything was about Jesus. How did we know that? And we said John 5:39. Jesus said, You search the scriptures. For in them you think it it, it, is, it gives you eternal life, but the scriptures testify of me. That means I am a testimonial of the scriptures. In other words, take me out of the Bible. You just have a mere social studies book. Take me out of the Bible. You have a mere I mean encyclopedia, you know. And in Luke 24, we said Luke 24 conference. In fact, every every everyone should read Luke 24. After Jesus' resurrection, he gave an exposition of the Bible, a thorough exposition, and we said, Luke 22, 24, the Bible said Jesus said unto the disciples, the two disciples, he called them fools and slow of heart to believe. And we said Jesus calling them fools wasn't an insult, but it was a description of their status because he expected them to know by now who he is because he is the message of the Bible. So they asked Jesus, are you the only stranger in this land? Haven't you heard about a man Jesus? Now listen, they were talking to Jesus about Jesus, but they didn't know Jesus. They were they were talking to Jesus Christ about him but they didn't know him and we said that a man can be in church and still not know Jesus because these disciples have been with Jesus he dies he resurrects and they still couldn't identify him